Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. Welcome into the Wednesday night edition of the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you guys are with me. I uh, cannot hold out anymore. Uh, I told you, I guess it was Sunday night, late Sunday night, early Monday morning after the regional, that I expected some movement on the LSU coaching search front, and I expected it to be a little bit earlier than this. So I was kind of waiting, 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 anticipating news. I Obviously, we have not gotten any of that news. And so I'm going to go ahead and uh, record something for you because I have to do it a few times a week, as you guys know. Um, but I've got some thoughts about something that has really bothered me in this coaching search situation. Um, I am frustrated with some of you guys, and I'll explain what I mean coming up right here on the podcast. But first, I want to remind you that it's brought to you by ABS of Mississippi Advantage Business Systems. They've been family-owned and operated since 1976. They are based in Jackson, but don't let that fool you. They service the entire state of Mississippi. They are an office technology solutions company, and they do, like I said, service the entire state. When you call ABS, you get a live person every time, and when they send somebody to support your business, their texts are scattered across the state of Mississippi so it's probably somebody you know, based on my experience living in this state for a long time now. Uh, the six degrees of separation are more like two when you've got ties to Mississippi. So you might even know this person that comes and services your business. Uh, give them a call. If you want a free complimentary office technology assessment, call 601-362-9192 or visit absms.com. Tell them I sent you, 601 601- 362-9192 or visit absms.com. And Office Technology Solutions uh, are like copiers and printers, mail machines, shipping, voiceover, IP phones, unified communications, document management, data security, virtual CIO, cloud storage, IT stuff like that. That's Advantage Business Systems of Mississippi. The podcast is also brought to you by LBs, which is just across from Kroger on University Avenue there in Oxford. It's the best place in Mississippi to get your meat as I pull up the weather report for Oxford. Oh, man. And you, and you got a little rain in the forecast late this weekend, like Sunday, Monday. But Saturday, 84, partly cloudy. That's beautiful. Perfect grilling weather. If you're going to do that, get that started at LB's. And like I said, tell Greg that I sent you or get one of his daily lunch specials. Those are Monday through Friday, but they are open seven days a week. So if you're going to do something involving meat or the grilling or cooking thereof, get started at LB's. All right. So as far as the Mike Bianco thing, there was no real true actual movement today it was reported yesterday uh, it was at the rebel road trip stop that uh that mike bianca or excuse me that keith carter was asked about mike bianca by the sun herald basically um basically nothing came of that other than you knew that a meeting was going to happen today that meeting in fact happened it happened today and um, nothing really came out of it publicly. We don't know what was said inside. But the other reporting was from Glenn Gilbo, which is a, an interesting character in all this because he has done the most reporting, if you want to call it that, on, uh, on this situation. He has written the most that I've seen anyway 
especially from the LSU side of things. And he's somebody that um he he's somebody that has covered the program for a long time, is a legitimate, reputable journalist, if you will. I mean, he this is a this is a publication. This isn't message boards. Um th- this isn't Twitter fodder. This is somebody that has meaning behind the name, has reputation behind what is written. And today, uh, he wrote that Scott Woodward is expected to interview Mike uh, Bianco and Cliff Godwin over the next few days in the Baton Rouge area about becoming LSU's new coach. He said multiple sources told him that. Uh, Both coaches were expected in Baton Rouge this week. And this morning on the live stream, I talked about it, and I said quite quite simply, I don't buy that aspect of it. I don't buy it because Mike Bianco, a 21-year tenured head coach in the SEC, the longest running head coach in the conference, should not ever travel to a job interview to an in-division program for a job he doesn't know he has the opportunity to decline. I don't buy, I didn't buy that reporting this morning, that Mike Bianco was just going to go to Baton Rouge to interview and check out the facilities and, and do a formal interview for a job that he doesn't have a yes or no say on. I, I didn't believe that. It didn't really add up. It didn't make sense. I am not saying that this sto- that this is made up. This is coming from somewhere. Somebody is feeding this information to this reporter For what reason, I don't know. But I didn't buy that angle of it. I do buy that he followed up later today and said that um, Mike Bianco and Scott Woodward have spoken about the job. And there, there still sounds to me like there's going to be an interview. And most people still think that Mike Bianco is the the favorite, the leader, to take that job. Aside from that, nothing really concrete. Nothing really concrete from the old Miss side of things. Uh, you know, we talked about it on the radio today some, and, and it sounds like it's not as far down the road as people in Baton Rouge or that cover LSU have claimed that it was, that the formal offer had been made and, and all that stuff. You know, those waters are a little bit more muddy, it seems. And by the time you're listening to this, maybe we've already got an answer. It is Wednesday night at 7.15. So if things change, things change. But as far as I sit right now, it sounds like, it feels like he is still the favorite to get offered the job, but it's not as far down the road as some people may expect. And I talked this morning, some on the stream about, you know, if I'm Keith Carter and my coach goes and does a formal interview, travels and does a formal interview in Baton Rouge with LSU, how that should be handled. I don't think you fire a guy for that, but I don't know if. Uh, I mean, at that point, it feels like the damage would kind of be done. Uh, formally interviewing, openly formally interviewing for a job within your own division, I don't think should be met with a glowing return where, oh, yeah, just come on back. Everything's great. Here's an additional year on your contract for good measure. I don't know if that's how it should be handled. I think that Keith Carter should wait, obviously. I mean, this is this is nothing crazy. He should wait 
until the decision is made and how it's handled before he even rolls the contract over the one additional year like is basically standard practice here. Uh, if he does a public interview in Baton Rouge like has been reported, you don't. I don't roll over that contract. No way. I don't fire him. Firing is not even a conversation worth having. I think we talked about it on Sunday some. I've said it every day, even though it's really hard for people to wrap their mind around that. I don't think that that is something that should be done at all, even if he does that public interview. But you certainly don't roll over the contract. But that reporting has been disputed by multiple people that would know. That's just something that was out there this morning. And there's a reason that's out there. I don't know what it is, but that's not made up. Clint Gilbo is not in the business of making stuff up. That came from somewhere. Somebody that would know. And maybe we're, I'm just getting lost in semantics here. But I've been bothered with a lot of what I've seen from, from Ole Miss people in, in all of this. With the caveat being, and we need to get this out of the way now, because apparently uh, there are some people that think you can't have both of these opinions at the same time. I am well aware, and I understand and respect and appreciate the type of job that Mike Bianco did at Ole Miss. And if he does not take the LSU job, he will continue to do a very, very, very good job at Ole Miss, and they will continue to win games and be a good, solid, stable, respectable program that has good players and good teams in good atmospheres, and will have good standing entering the postseason. That's what he does. Very good baseball coach. Best in Ole Miss history. Has changed the dynamic of that program. The stadium looks the way it does because of him. The, the lack of postseason success is only a problem because he has elevated the standard of that program. He's a great coach. If he doesn't go to LSU, he will continue to be a great coach for Ole Miss lacking in postseason success, and it's a big sticking point. And I, and I completely agree with the people that are dissatisfied with the postseason success, but it's a great program, a really, really high-level coach that has taken that job and elevated it to a standard that a lot of people didn't expect it to get to when he took that job. That can all be true, and it also be true what I'm about to say. The mentality I have seen and heard and felt from some Ole Miss people I think is really troublesome. But it's not surprising, and, it, and frankly, it's too common. I expect the kind of stuff that I've seen from LSU people. In fact, Gilbo and, and separate things that I've seen written by him has said that Mike Bianco has lacked postseason success at Ole Miss because it's harder to get players. And Mississippi State is within the state. And when you're the clear number two, it's hard to get players. I saw him compare Mike Bianco to Nick Saban at Michigan State. Uh, ignoring the fact that uh, football and baseball are incredibly different, especially these programs. And comparing Mike Bianco to Nick Saban, I, I think, is just laughable right now. And, and because Nick Saban's the greatest to ever live, the greatest college football coach to ever live. It's not comparable, but I think in part those things are happening because somebody anticipates Mike Bianco being the head coach at LSU and is trying to convince LSU people to be okay with it. That That's just me. Because those comparisons, I think, are bogus. I think are bogus. There is a complex, a 
exceptionalism that is coming from LSU people that you should expect, that I expect, and I don't blame them for it. It's one of the best, if not the best, baseball job in America. I would think highly of it as well. I would. I mean, that's that's fine. I expect that kind of stuff from them. I expect them convincing themselves that they're hiring the next Nick Saban. I, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. I expect it from them. But what I am surprised by is the pushback I get from Ole Miss people when I talk about and when the lack of postseason success is talked about. Three things that I hear so often. One of them is you you can't do better. Why, why would you be okay with moving on from Bianca? Why wouldn't you fight LSU because you can't do better? I also hear, uh, who are you going to hire? If you want Bianco gone so bad, who are you going to hire that's better? There's nobody better. You, you can't hire better. And my favorite one, my favorite one is they're going to go back to the way they were before he got there, that they sucked before, and if Bianco leaves, they're going to go right back to that. Or using South Carolina as an example for, for what not to do. Because look, at South, it didn't work at South Carolina. And that's true. The grass isn't always greener. You absolutely can do worse. You absolutely can do worse than what you are getting right now from your baseball program. It's undeniable. And if Bianca moves on to LSU, you can absolutely make a bad hire that sets your program back. It, it is absolutely possible, without a doubt. But to suggest that you can't do better, um, I think that's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. And what really is mind-blowing to me is the insinuation that the only reason why Ole Miss is lacking in postseason success, namely trips to the College World Series, is talent acquisition. I expect that from LSU people. because, In part because they're right. It will be easier if he takes the job. It will be easier for Mike Bianco to acquire talent at LSU. Deeper, more talented rosters. They have some scholarship advantages. It's a hell of a program, really talented in-state. They've proven it that they are more likely to have deeper and more talented rosters than what Mike Bianco could get at Ole Miss. So when LSU people say that, they're right. They are absolutely right. But what I cannot agree with and will not agree with, and, and it's just it's simply wrong, is the insinuation that Ole Miss has only been to one College World Series in 21 years because they can't get enough talent. That is simply false. It is simply false. They have been talented enough to get there more than once. Am I saying that they should go every single year like they do at Mississippi State? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that because that's an unrealistic expectation. They should not go as many times as Arkansas, who's got a scholarship advantage but they're in your division. Um, Vanderbilt should go more often than Ole Miss, even LSU. But if that one changes to four, just change it to four, that means they would have gone one every five years. Oh my gosh, if, if that one changes to three trips to the College World Series, that's one every seven years, and we wouldn't be having this conversation today. Ole Miss has failed in the postseason not because of talent. They have had talented enough teams that were good enough to get out of regionals, get out of super regionals, and go to the College World Series, but they haven't done it. 
Mississippi State does it, and it's in the it's ninety miles away, with the same advantages and disadvantages, generally speaking, that you have. But they get there, and you don't. And you cannot you cannot convince me or anybody else that they are getting there because their players are much better than yours. No, when they get to the program, they deliver more than yours. That insinuation, it's just garbage. I'm not saying they should go every year. But they have had teams that were talented enough to go that failed. They've never won a road regional. It hadn't happened. So they haven't overachieved. Haven't overachieved yet. Haven't had a a postseason run that was unexpected. And when you look around the league and around the country, there are teams that are what you think are on your playing field that are going more often and teams that shouldn't hold a candle to you that are making it more often. Why is that? It's not because of talent acquisition. NC State just made it to Omaha. Do they have an easier time getting players? That's just a poor, it's an excuse is what it is. It's an excuse. And it's one that I'm surprised that I hear from Ole Miss people. But then the next one, who are you going to hire? Who are you going to hire? You can't hire any better. First of all, you can. You can. You can hire worse, but you have a very desirable job. Is it a top five job in the country? No. Is it a top 10? No. But you can offer a candidate over a million dollars a year. In college baseball, that's insane money. You coach in the SEC West in front of 10,000 people every weekend, uh, a an athletic director that will give you anything that it takes to win, that he can give in his power. He will give you anything that it takes to win. If it's a new player development facility, he'll give it to you. If it's a big, beautiful stadium, you've already got one. And they're going to do some improvements in the outfield. Also, they made that announcement. They buried it in a football press release, but it's there. They're going to do some improvements in the outfield. More money invested in baseball. You absolutely can hire a great candidate. There's a couple names out there already. Dan McDonald would be an upgrade. He's been to Omaha, what, five times now? Former Ole Miss assistant. He gets there. I don't know if he would take the job. There are a lot of people that roll their eyes and say no shot. Based on reporting from some and conversations I've had, there is at least a disconnect between he and the new athletic director there. Maybe that's real. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But that would be your first call. And I think that's a realistic shot, even if it's not. Even if it's not. I mean, it feels like the very bottom of this search is Cliff Godwin. And yeah, Cliff Godwin has a similar problem that Mike Bianco does, at least so far in ECU, is he has not been able to get out of a super regional. He hasn't um, cracked the Omaha code at a lesser program with far less resources. This isn't jumping from the SEC West to the SEC West. It's going from East Carolina to Old Miss. He will be able to get more talent. Just like it's the same argument that LSU people make about Mike Bianco, but it's it's more of a gap. But he was on the coaching staff the one time Ole Miss went to Omaha in the last 21 years. And beyond, of course. I think he would win. It's projection, but I mean, what he's doing at ECU is absolutely no worse 
than what you're getting at Ole Miss right now. So if that's your bottom, that's fine. Especially when you don't have to overpay to have it. You get it for a few hundred thousand dollars less a year. A more adequate compensation based on the production you're getting. But I I hear you. I mean, I'm not going to try to convince anybody that Cliff Godwin is an upgrade at all. But considering what you've gotten so far in a 21-year sample size, might not be the worst thing to have a new voice, inject some energy back into it, and uh, somebody that has taken has been a part of something that took the program to Omaha wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. He's a good coach. But I understand why some people think that it wouldn't be an upgrade. I, I hear that. I'm not going to argue against that. But there are candidates, qualified candidates out there, that if Mike Bianco leaves for LSU, that you could get that are great coaches that could win and would win at Ole Miss. And my favorite, my favorite one is if he leaves, you're going to go back. You sucked before. Like you're only winning because of him. Or, well, you shouldn't want to move on from Mike Bianco because of what he's built. I know the postseason is lacking, but you guys remember the program 30 years ago. Nobody cared and the team was bad and and all that stuff. I, I hear that often lately. Um, and there's something to be said about that. Like I said at the beginning, everything that they have now is a major credit to Mike Bianco. But the thing about building a program for 21 years is that the the structure is still going to be there, in my opinion, when he's gone. So this idea that I've seen thrown out there that Well, you could go right back to being terrible after he leaves. You certainly could if you make the wrong hire. But Ole Miss baseball now is not Ole Miss baseball 1999. The program has status, name brand recognition, a financial and fan commitment that is paralleled by only a handful of programs in the country. The bones are going to remain there. Think of it like Dabo Sweeney at Clemson, although Dabo has postseason success. He wins championships. What he has built at Clemson is sustainable. When he leaves, they will continue to be a national power. Yes, they have to get the next hire correct. But the bones that he had, the, the structure, the foundation that he has built at Clemson can't be destroyed. It's there now. It's a nationally relevant, prominent program. They win games. They are a brand, and they will remain one after he leaves. What I'm saying is, Ole Miss fans should hold themselves in higher regard than what I've seen. Because all these excuses, you can't do better. Yes, you can. Mississippi State does much better than you. Do they have that much more money or resources or ability to acquire talent than you do. You're in the same state. You're 90 miles away. You're in the same division. You pay a hell of a lot more for your coach than they do theirs. Why has he been to Omaha twice and the only two college world series that existed since he's been a head coach? Why did that happen? Of course, there's a little bit of luck involved, but the expectations from Ole Miss fans aren't very high either. 
You're not asking to go every year. You're not asking to go every five. It's hold yourselves in higher regard than this. When you say you can't do better, you're telling on yourself because you absolutely can do better than this. When you're saying, well, you can't hire anybody better, that sounds awfully similar to what I heard about Matt Luke, who should have never been hired as a football coach, a head football coach at Ole Miss. But I heard it back then. All oh, the players are going to leave. I'm hearing that a lot lately. All oh, the players are going to leave. You you got to you got to fight to keep him because the players are going to leave. We heard that about Matt Luke. It was reported that half the roster is going to enter the portal. How did that work out? You can't hire better. You can't find better. Dave Doran would have been much better. Now, luckily, Ross Bjork and Glenn Boyce, not Glenn Boyce, um, Jeffrey Vitter. Um, botched that so terribly that you were able to get Lane Kiffin because if you hire Dave, Dave Doran, Lane Kiffin's likely not at Ole Miss today, but that's a that's an accident. It's a complete accident. Even Dave Doran would have been a better option, and don't let anybody convince you otherwise. You could have done better. You were afraid to. Not all of you, but some of you. Ole Miss was. Oh, well, well, look at South Carolina. It can be worse, so we should just be happy with what we have. I think that's garbage. Because if you're going to invest what you invest in baseball, in the sport that you are most capable of winning a real championship in, why are you accepting of coming up short? Hold yourselves to a higher standard than this. Your program is better than what some of you think it is because all I'm hearing is is scared people afraid of what may happen if the co- the one coach that did okay, more than okay, you know that. Um, what happens if he leaves? You're, you're terrified of not being great. And in that fear of not being great, you're sacrificing the opportunity to be great. Ole Miss baseball can be a championship-level program. It can be one that makes appearances in the College World Series. Will it be Vanderbilt? No. Will it be LSU? No. But can it be a place that competes for championships that goes to the College World Series with some regularity? Absolutely. And I'm, I am sick to death of hearing people talk like you cannot do better, like you should not expect more, that just because you sucked 24 years ago, you, you should not expect more now. What is the point of building that stadium? What is the point of paying over a million dollars for a coach? What's the point of investing in a program when you're not going to expect excellence out of it? Because I know there's one person at Ole Miss. Finally, in your case, finally, you have somebody in a position of leadership that expects to win at the highest level and is going to act on it. That's why Matt Luke is not the coach at Ole Miss anymore. There was, there was so much pressure to not make that change. Keith Carter made a lot of people upset when he fired Matt Luke. You want to know why he did it, though? Because he knew that that was not going to lead them to winning championships. It wasn't going to happen. Do You should not accept anything short of that. And if you do, you're wasting time. That small-minded mentality of we can't do better we should just be happy with what we have. What happens if we make a bad hire and it gets worse? That kind of mentality, that's a loser's mentality. 
If you want championship programs, you should expect to be at that level. And yes, it's risky. It's risky. Not fighting for and keeping Mike Bianco is a risk. Because I think Ole Miss could slam the door on LSU's face if they wanted to. Because I don't think, I don't necessarily believe Mike Bianco wants to leave Ole Miss. Keith Carter could shut that down pretty quickly, I think. He could. But he expects more. And you should too. This fear of not being able to do better is holding you down, as it turns out. Being satisfied with really good and not great is going to keep you at really good and never get you to great. But letting Mike Bianca walk absolutely would be a risk. It absolutely would be because it can, it absolutely can get worse. That is undeniable. Without a doubt, it can be worse. No doubt. It's a good, stable program coached by a good person who does the right thing. The players love him. It's all good. But if you expect more, don't try to convince me that this is good enough. Don't tell me that you want to compete for championships and that what you've gotten right now is good enough. I don't think it is. I'm not, and again, I'm not advocating for termination because that would be ridiculous. You don't fire Mike Bianco, but you don't give him a few hundred thousand dollar raise either. That would just be overpayment for what you're getting. Hold yourselves to a higher standard. I think you can win championships right there at Ole Miss in baseball, in football. It's time for some of you to start believing that and expecting that and not settling for very good. Only settle for great. That's a little preachy. I'm sorry, but that's how I feel. Somebody's got to start believing in you guys. I do. Keith Carter does. Some of you need to hold yourselves to a higher standard. And expect more because you're investing so much in baseball. So much in baseball. So much more than others that have more success than you. Those are my thoughts and I'm sticking to them. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. Um, Again, forgive me for getting preachy tonight. But it's frustrating me to see some people not recognize what I do. And that is a place that you can win championships at. Anyway, y'all have a good night. I'll talk to you again whenever we get some real movement in this deal. Very soon. Hopefully. Very soon. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.